Welcome to the Zen Habits Podcast, where we dive into how to work with uncertainty, resistance, and fear around our meaningful work. This is for anyone who wants to create an impact in the world and cares deeply enough to do the work. I'm your host, Leo Babauta, creator of the Zen Habits blog. All right, so I'm here with Sophia, a massage therapist um, in Canada. I, I don't need, know if I need to give away exactly where you are, but living up in Canada, and um, and you're starting your own business as well. And so um, brought you on here to do a little bit of coaching live, uh, you know, live here, and then record it for the podcast, um, really with the intention of letting others see what the process looks like to get coached. And also, hopefully they'll get something out of this. I think the questions that you brought here are relevant to a lot of people. So, um, Sophia, welcome. Thank you. And thank you so much for doing yeah. this with me. Yeah. And then um, tell me why you reached out and wanted to get some some support and were open to this kind of thing. So I've been a huge fan of Zen Habits for many years. <laughs> um, cool. And I... I've been a huge fan, even though I haven't even gone through the whole thing, because that's one of my mm. blocks. I keep restarting. Um, mm-hmm. But just the energy of the content and your like the Zen philosophy and everything, like the very human way that you, you know, you bring in your own personal examples. I found it very mm. relatable and very accessible. And it just rings true for me. So I've, I've had it, you know, in, as like a philosophy in a way for the last few years. Um, mm. And in the summertime, I decided to restart my Zen habit again. Um, All right. And then I, for some reason, decided to see if you had a podcast on, on Spotify. And then that's mm-hmm. how I found it. And awesome. um, I was coming up with blocks. Actually, I think this is before I found the podcast, like a couple days before mm-hmm. And I decided to reach out to you to ask for help because I felt so confused. And then I saw that there was the podcast. So it all kind of happened at the same time. Awesome. And so thanks for sharing all of that. And what are the blocks? You just mentioned a couple of blocks that were coming up for you. So like, could you uh, share just a little bit about that? Yeah. So I guess the biggest block for me is um, that I keep starting and then restarting because I, I, I'll start with a habit, like let's say it's sleep. And then a few weeks in, then I'm like, well, wait, it's actually meditation or it's mindset mm. or it's nonviolent communication with my partner. Like these are the things that are okay. the most essential right now. Um, and that's where I keep tripping over myself. Cause I keep seeing everything as a high priority thing. And mm. of course everything is interconnected. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my, my issue is like how to stay focused on one thing, especially like in this world where there's, you know, like this, like podcasts and challenges and, you know, free courses and everything flying at you constantly at the same time. How do you yeah. stay focused on creating one thing? So that was one of the books. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Great. I can relate to that. Um I, and I imagine a lot of people listening or watching also also could get that. So if you are listening or watching, please check in and see, like, is there some place where that's showing up for you? Okay, cool. So um, should we focus on that right now? 
I know you had some other yeah. uh, questions around sleep and, and mm-hmm. other things, but um, sounds like this is the biggest blocker for you. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, so let's actually lay out like what are the things that um, you have to choose from that you'd like to focus on? Okay, so I, I wrote them out. <laughs> okay, great. Um, three top priority things that I want to create is um, more posts on social media. That's something I've been mm-hmm. really avoiding and I know it's really important. Um, important for your business. Important is that right? for my business, right? I'm creating cool. my own business. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've already created one, but I'm. It's always in a process of creation. <laughs> yeah, sure. And, and what what is that? Just, just oh, so, so that I, I'm a massage therapist, yeah. but I mm-hmm. I see that my passion lies in coaching, and it's always mm-hmm. been there since I was a child. Um, and so I'm really I'm really wanting to pivot more into combination sessions where I'm doing coaching and massage therapy and Mm. sound healing as well. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, so it would be, you would still be doing massage therapy, but also coaching and sound therapy or was it like leave behind the massage? It would be, well, long-term vision is leave behind the massage. Um, I also want to have children. So I want to be able to do something that doesn't involve my body. So my vision is like within the next year, like wrap it up so that I can just fully go into coaching. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay. So social media. So social is media. One. Yeah. Um, it's, and then the other creation is a program for women that I've felt very inspired and called to create. And people are like requesting and asking of me to do this thing, but it, it requires oh, wow. my, you know, my focus and my time. Um, so that, and then also just other marketing in general. So it's like email marketing, you know, flyers, like events, and just refining uh, how I'm communicating what I offer. So those are like okay, the top, I guess, the top three creation. And mm-hmm. then there's like programs. So there's this following this podcast and doing the exercises. Um, there's then habits, the book that you created. So that's like a daily okay. thing. Um, there's a, a, a coaching program that I bought, uh, last year, which is specifically for massage therapists in private practice. Mm. So that's mm. something I wanted to like, uh, you know, complete cause I didn't complete it and I know it would help my business. Um, there's a 40 day, uh, abundance mindset, um, thing that I'm, that mm-hmm. I also have at home. And then someone else just recently reached out to me to ask if, they want to do trades with me and do this kind of like, like abundance mindset trades. So sure. those are the programs. And then in terms of habits, mm-hmm. I, I feel like crazy right now. I feel like one of those crazy people. <laughs> um, but yeah, habits are. Is, you're, it feels like as you're sharing like all of this stuff, it just feels a little bit crazy. I just feel crazy because I, I'm like wanting to do so many things, you know, mm-hmm. I just, so that's why I feel crazy. Um, just by sharing it here, like maybe just, like are you have a fear of being judged that there's you know there's all of this the thought already comes up even just when i'm like creating the lists i'm like why why do i crazy yeah exactly like why do i need to do all these things but and yet they're they're all important aspects but anyways Mm -hmm. um got it so yeah and then daily habits would be um like abundance mindset practice um confidence practice um regular meditation, which is something I do anyways, um, exercise, which is something I've 
uh, integrated already and sleeping early, which I did originally have it integrated and then it just like somehow crashed. So recently, do you know what caused it to crash? Um, I, I think I mentioned this to you before that I think it crashed because I was confident about it. Oddly enough, it's because oh, it's yeah, I was yeah. like, Oh, I conquered it. I did it. You know, I was like, the, no, I don't have to worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I took my eye off the ball. So, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with this long list, uh, it, I could feel there's a lot there. And I also feel that these are all things you care about. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, let me just add a bunch of stuff there. This is all stuff you really want to be like moving into or learning about or creating in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, what what comes up for you when you look at this list? Is it like, I want all of them, I want to do all of them every day? Um, or is it like, it's too much, I'm not going to do any of them? Or like... Yeah. What shows up for you? I would love to do everything every day. <laughs> okay. That's like, and th- that you really feel like, oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I feel the happiest when I have days where I've just done like a million things, you know, I've gone to the gym in the morning and I'm already mm-hmm. like working at seven thirty or eight and I'm doing, I also didn't mention this, but also nonviolent communication practice. So like learning or practicing exercises with my partner um, mm-hmm. yeah, when I've just, I feel the best when I've done a lot in my day, but is it fair to really expect that? You know, I don't know. So, so if you could be doing all of this every day, that would be like the best, yeah. <laughs> best outcome. Got it. Um, and then from that, let's, let's imagine this were to go, like how it would typically go for you. So I'm not saying it's going to go this way, but if we were just like, okay, to see how this typically goes, it's like, is this common where it's like, I want to take on a lot. I want to do all of these, all of the things. And then how does it go after that? Yeah. I think that is a typical scenario where it's like, I'll write a to-do list in my day and it's always way more than I think I can actually do. Mm -hmm. And I think there's like disappointment in that, that I, I can't be a superhuman. I think there's like sadness Mm. that I can't do it all um and maybe some perfectionism too like what i noticed in this entire process with zen habits is that it's actually much messier than i expected and it seems so Uh, you know it seems so clean you've got like even the book it's like it's clean and there's like chapters and there's Mm. exercises but is that really how it is in reality? You know, it's like kind of messy. Definitely not. Right? <laughs> I mean, maybe I should have put more mess into the book. This <laughs> like just, just some expectations. Random yeah. letters. Splatter it with coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Uh, so what, I want to look at how it typically goes. So it's like I, I have all of these ambitions, all of these things that I want to take on. And then you try and actually take it on, I'm sure, with like a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And then you said it doesn't work out. But like, what, what has, how does it go in a way that it doesn't work out? So like, are you trying to do it all and then dropping balls, like, you know, kind of juggling it all or running out of energy or what, what happens? I find, um, whatever I'm focusing on, like if I'm focusing on going to the gym every morning, then for two weeks, Mm -hmm. I'll be amazing. And I'll be like in the gym five times a week or running or whatever. And then, but then it's like other things might fall off. And then the next Hmm. two, then I'm like, okay, wait, now I need to pull up something else. And then I focus more on that. But then like, oh, I've only exercised like twice this week, 
you know, it's like, it's hard for me to do all of these things at a high level at the same time. Um, Got it. Yeah. Got it. I can, I can relate. Okay. So, so you're doing really well with exercise mm-hmm. for two weeks and then it's like all these other things have dropped off. And then, so you like, I want to focus on this as well. And then exercise, it, it's almost like taking your eye off the ball. Like you, mm-hmm. um, like you haven't even noticed exercise has dropped off, but it's like, Oh, I've only exercised twice this week. Mm-hmm. Is that how it works? Yeah. It's, that's kind of how it works. It's like, something will kind of like lower down as I put my focus into something else. And it's almost like it just accidentally lowers down. It's not like you're like, I choose to put this down for a little bit. Yeah. And it's also not like, oh, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do it anymore. It's just like focusing on this and then, oh, oh crap. I didn't even notice that that was going down. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it's not, it's not like you, Okay, actually, let, let me ask you this. So you've changed your focus into something else and exercise falls down. And then wh- how do you feel about that or what comes up for you? Mm. What comes up is feeling, I guess is not a feeling, but um, I guess feeling disappointed and thinking that I'm mm-hmm. a failure. That's, Got that's it. what comes up. Yeah. And then from that, what do you tend to do? Like I'm, I'm feeling disappointed. I feel like I'm a failure. Then what, and what do you tend to do? Then I feel, well, I feel very, um, like behind, or I guess I'm thinking mm. that I'm, I'm very behind and I feel mm-hmm. more anxious. And then maybe my sleep gets messed up because I'm more anxious. Uh, right. And then I'm, and then I say, okay, so it's important that I'm fixing my mindset. And then I go into mindset and then it's like, wait, but my social media, do you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you're like, okay, I can see them. You, you know, to your credit, you're like seeing that the mindset is affecting mm-hmm. everything, how you're feeling, affecting your sleep. And so I'm going to focus on the mindset, but then these other things are dropping and it's almost like I'm feeling behind over there and disappointed um, and feeling like a failure mm-hmm. in those areas. Uh, okay. Got it. Trying to check in like where it would be helpful to go. Actually, at this point, I'm feeling called to just kind of share a little bit about how this process works, or let's see, how the process that you've been going through mm. um, with all of these things, how that tends to to work, or how it looks. Mm-hmm. Would that be okay if I yeah, talk do. for a minute about yeah. that? Okay. So however I laid out that book as clean and simple and like tidy, that's not how it looks in real life. And um, I'll share in my life, this, what you described is often what I'm noticing. So I, I can, you know, I can actually keep several things going at the same time, but not everything. And so I will drop something, you know, like I'm writing a, a book about my grandmother. As soon as I take my focus off of that, it stops because it takes some energy to keep that going. But I've got so many other things that I need to put my focus and energy on that that stops. And so I'll notice it. And the thing that I notice about you is this is very typical. Like what we would do is I feel disappointed and I'm, I take that disappointment to mean something about me. Mm-hmm. Like I suck in some way. Right. Mm-hmm. So we feeling disappointed is human and even feeling like we suck is also human, but feeling disappointed is human. But then we like, we'll take that 
feeling and say, I need to create some kind of meaning from it. Me tr having tried this and failed at failing at it and now feeling disappointed, I suck at this and I need to find a better way. And so we'll start to create a narrative about ourselves around it. We'll kind of beat ourselves up a bit. Um, I don't know exactly how your version looks, but it sounds like there's something there. Mm -hmm. Does that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Okay. So I'm reflecting, reflecting that to you because I've seen that for myself. And then the way that I work with that now is the way I hold myself is that I trust myself in my process. And that's not, that didn't come for free. I had to like work at that. Mm -hmm. But the idea is that I'm always in a process and, you know, around forming habits or working on my business, I'm moving through and things are going to get dropped. Like I, I know that for a fact because I've seen it and it's just a part of the process. I will actually drop a habit for a while. For a while, actually, I was off of, wasn't that off of exercise, but definitely it wasn't a big focus because I had so much other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I, I noticed that I'm feeling like a bit like, you know, sedentary and like not, not alive as much as I was when I was exercising. So I had to kind of like bring that back because I, I didn't really enjoy mm -hmm. what it was like when I wasn't um, moving as much. So I, I'm like, let me put myself back into this and, you know, get, make that a, a big focus. And that's just how it goes. Like I know that because I've done it so many times before that I will feel some disappointment, but I don't make that as significant as I used to. Okay. And so it's messy. I need to bring things back. But, um, what we want is it for it to be nice and tidy and like good, you know, I, I, I did that and now it's good. That's actually the, why people want to focus on habits. Cause I'm like, I created these habits. They're good. And I don't need to think about them anymore. Mm. Um, but it doesn't always work that way. Even if you like, we're really trying with a habit and then it, um, it falls off and you're like, I, I was doing, you know, 20 straight days of something. And then it fell off and then you just feel like deflated and like, you know, like I thought it was going to go perfectly. And what I try and tell people is like, that's actually a part of the habit formation process is falling off. And then how do you come back mm. and how do you get good at that part, which is the most important part. Uh, you know, starting is probably the most important, but then after that, the most important part is how do you come back mm -hmm. after you've dropped it? And people who have had like a hundred straight days and it's all perfect they're like hoping that that's going to be the way it is. But then I'm like, you're, you haven't learned um, how to come back. If you had a hundred straight days, it's perfect, which is what you wanted, but you haven't learned the real key habit skill. And at some point they will have to, um, if they want to keep, keep going with other habits, but okay. So I said a lot, what are you, what are you hearing from that for yourself? Um, I guess I'm hearing that it's normal for habits to be kind of um, swapping places or like taking center stage that you can't have everything on center stage. Um, and maybe that's why you're taking it less personally because you've already zoomed out and like, you know, taken in so much data about how it works to actually integrate habits. Yeah. Yeah, I 
I have watched myself enough in this process to know this is how it goes. And the more, the less that I beat myself up or like tell myself that I suck or, or whatever it is that I would tend to do, mm-hmm. um, the better, because that's just adding extra like difficulty onto the process. Right. Um, so it's fine if we're doing it, you know, just know that it is making it a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. So if you can do that less and have more grace for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh yeah, I dropped my exercise. Okay. Whew, I'm feeling some disappointment, you know, like I can bring some compassion to that and then have a little bit of grace. Like it's okay to drop things for a little bit. And then what do I need to do to like get back mm-hmm. to where I need to be or where I want to be? Um, can I try to answer my own question? You tell me. Okay, great. Yeah, let's hear Um, so because my question was like, how do you choose, you know, amongst all Mm. these things, how do you choose? So then my answer would be, why don't you choose like the one that is the hardest, the one that requires Mm. the most energy from you and just focus on that one. Um, yeah. What do you think? I, I think that's a great answer. I don't think there's a right answer here. So that's that's actually the difficulty in choosing. Mm-hmm. Did you listen to that episode on choosing versus deciding? I did. Okay. I really liked that. And Okay, great. And the only issue for me is that I, like I said, I feel so inspired and so strongly about all these things. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's Because I think you said um, that you don't want to just like decide with your mind you want to choose from your gut and it feels like there's a fire burning in my gut for all of those things maybe not all the habits mm. although if i really think about them then yeah even all the habits you know i think i just i'm a lover of life you know i just like love to i love all these things <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing um, right it's yeah. amazing energy yeah yeah and and you can you can have all of that you know it's the question is do you want to have all of that right this second? Mm -hmm. And you could answer yes and then take that on. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to take on everything on my list all right now Mm -hmm. and see how that goes. And if you're like, well, that didn't work out so great. Mm -hmm. So you can always then adjust and say, okay, I want to do five of those things or one at a time until I feel established there and then the next. So there isn't a right way. Mm -hmm. You can have whatever you want. But you have to be willing to, first of all, put in the energy that's going to be required to do it um, and also work with the process. So if you, you know, if it didn't work out well, like, and you're like, okay, I dropped, you know, out of the 10 things, I dropped seven of them. You can say either I want to adjust how many I'm doing or I'm not willing to drop any of them. What do I need to do to make that happen? Do I need to like hire 10 coaches so that I have Mm. 10 people helping me focus on all of that? Do I need to like get a team that's going to help me do some of the social media and the, you know, marketing? Do I need to, um, you know, uh, block off my day in a, in a more like discreet manner so that it's like, I'm doing this, you know, social media here, email marketing here, reading Mm. this book here, taking that course there. Um, what do I need to do if I want to, if I'm committed to doing all 10 at once? And you can see that, that that's always on the table if you want to do all 10, but it doesn't mean, um, that's not what you have to do. Like you can say, I, I, can, I want to do all 10, but not all at once. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So you just choose from the heart. Cool. I like that. So are you willing to practice a little bit right now? Practice choosing? Choosing from the heart? Sure. <laughs> okay. What's coming up for you? You don't have to. Uh, um, vulnerability. <laughs> Nakedness. Yeah. Sure. Well, I don't ever want to force anyone to be vulnerable or, or naked. Uh, so <laughs> like if, um, if it doesn't feel like something you want to do right now, you, you can definitely choose out of it. I'm not here to pressure you. I'd, I'd be curious to see how you would guide that. So I'm open to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So take, you take a look at your list. Okay. And as you do, just uh, engage the heart more than the brain as much as you can. And just be like, oh, what am I called to? So the question would be, what am I called to right now? As opposed to, I, I can have all of these at some point. Is it all of them? Is it a few of them? Is it one? So just feel your heart. And then what came up for you? Um, it's to focus more on, like to zoom in more on the things that are most calling me right now, which is mm-hmm. my business and stepping into coaching. And then okay. like the program for the women, I can just, just put like two hours or one hour, even just one hour a week and just slowly, okay. slowly create that. Okay. And that feels really good. Like that's what your heart wants. Yeah. Cause, um, I noticed that if I, if I say, no, I, I equally want everything, then I can see that it's coming from guilt. You know, like mm. I should, you know, it's so bad that you, you didn't noticing? even finish it already, you know, <laughs> like things like that. Yeah. A lot of like books and courses often go that way. It's like, Oh, I have, you know, all the books on my shelf are all the things that I should be doing, but I haven't, mm-hmm. or all the courses that I bought, like I bought 10 courses and, you know, I haven't finished any of them and I feel a lot of guilt, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great noticing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love that. Like, as you felt into your heart, there was like, you weren't actually called towards the shoulds mm-hmm. and you noticed like, oh yeah, those are shoulds for me. Is there anything else on the list besides... Was it courses and books that were like shoulds? Um, so the should is more like the program for the women that I wanted to create. Mm. Um, because they there's people who want it. Yeah, is people are kind of waiting on me a little bit for it. You know, I'm not God. waiting, but I mean, they they know that I'm like in the process of creating it, so they're like, I can't mm. wait. You know, they're excited. Yeah. So you're feeling a little bit of that should. From yeah. That. Yeah. But, but then I'm like, I'm realizing my mind saying, well, I should be operating by shoulds because that's the Mm. only way you can be responsible on on this earth, (laughs) you know? Um, yeah, that's a strong one. Yeah. I, but ironically what, what prompted me to create the, the program for women is not from a place of shoulds. It's only from a place Mm. of inspiration and creativity. So I think that if, if I'm constantly following and feeding that creativity, then I would probably create that out of bliss, be, like, you mm. know, spontaneously or something because I'm more in my energy, if that makes sense. Makes 100% sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't say that quite right, but I <laughs> totally get it. Um, so that might be actually something to keep noticing if if you're up for taking that practice on is like, where am I holding this as a should? Mm-hmm. Or what am, I, what am I taking on because of shoulds? Uh, so like with the women's, 
program, you might say like, oh yeah, there's, there is, I started it because I really wanted to create it. There's something there that lights me up, but right now I'm holding it as a should. And that's sometimes how it goes. It's like, I do it because of one reason, because it lights me up and I see the possibility. And then the other, then I slip into shoulds because like you said, I feel like there's no other way to be responsible in the world. Mm -hmm. That's a training that we have. The world has trained us in that. And so we have, we hold like shoulds is the way to do it. Should is how we should do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we start to take on all of our work and our, even our play and like our exercise and everything as a should. Mm -hmm. And we just like make ourselves do things from that place of should or guilt or supposed to, or obligation, duty, all of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything coming up for you when I share that? I have a question for you, mm -hmm. actually. Oh, sorry. Um, I have a question if, because you are creating this, it's a book, right? About your grandmother. It's like a Bible. Right, yeah. right, right. So um, does that happen to you? Because it, mm -hmm. it obviously was born from a place from your heart. And yeah. Do you like, is it becoming a should? And, you know, if something becomes a should, does that mean we sh it is best to let it go? Or is it just because, I don't know, okay. you know, the grass is green yeah, yeah. or something? So I'll, I'll answer that question, but that's actually where I was going with the, the women's program. If, if it's okay. become a should, yeah. does not mean you have to let it go. You yeah. can actually get yourself back to that original place. Mm. So I'll, t I'll talk about my grandma's book. So I originally really wanted to do it because I love her stories. She cracks me up. She has like the best stories and so many of them. And I'm like, Oh my God, she has so many stories. And I don't think, you know, she's, she was like 90 at the time. And I'm like, I don't know how much longer she has. It turns out she might be living well past a hundred who knows, but <laughs> yeah, she's stronger than ever. But, um, I was like, I want to really capture these. Like I would love to have these as, as, something that our family can hold on to. So I recorded her and I was just going to write, you know, transcribe them all, just have a little collection for our family. And then she got so excited and started telling all her friends, my grandson's writing a book about me, like basically <laughs> a biography of her. And I'm like, no, no, it's just, I'm just collecting your stories. And she's like, she just kept telling everybody, my grandson's <laughs> writing this book about me. And I'm like, I guess I'm writing a book about her. And so... <laughs> I started doing it because I thought it was funny that she did that. But then there started to become this sense of obligation, like I should, because I told my family that I was doing it and, and her. And so everybody like was asking, like, when is it going to be done? So I started feeling the shoulds. And I started taking it on from that place. Like, okay, I'm going to block off some time and work on it, which I did. But like, what I noticed is I can only do that so far when I'm, doing it from that place of should because mm. like it's it's like a coercion i'm making myself i'm making myself and then after a while it's like that only goes you know like a certain amount of distance and I, i'm pretty good at it so i can go pretty far but i always will will stop because of that uh, because it won't take me past my way past my resistance um it goes so far but it's just like up till there and then okay. like um so now what I do to answer your question fully is I try and reconnect to the why. So I'll actually write out a vision of why I'm doing this before every project uh, or most projects. Uh, and I'll be like, okay, I'm doing this not because I should, not because people want me to, but because 
you know, there's something here that lights me up. And for her, it's like, I really wanted to give this to her before she, she died. I thought it would be really meaningful. She is someone who like was brought up where, uh, when she was a kid, um, she was never really loved or seen. And so I want her to know like she's loved and seen. Mm-hmm. And, um, she took a, a back seat kind of in the, like the spotlight was always on my grandfather when he was alive. And so she was always kind of like the, 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 um, not the main attraction. And with this book, I'm putting her like front and center. And so that's meaningful to me. And then to like have this, um, part of our family's like heritage, like captured is really important to me too. So I want to like have that be a part of our lineage, mm-hmm. like her stories, her story and all of her stories. So that it was my vision for it. It was a little bit, probably a little bit different when I wrote it out, but that's, that's what I feel in my heart. And when I connect to that before I write, I like love writing it. And then sometimes I'll show up as I should, because I said I would. So it kind of goes both ways and I have to like work with that. I see. So I'm very much uh, stuck in shoulds a lot. That's my training as well. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Would you recommend that we read our why, but like at the beginning of every focus block? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that would be a great practice. Mm-hmm. I forget to do that. That's when I do the, get into the shoulds. Mm-hmm. So if you have a reminder, it's like connect to your why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you feel like expansive and lit up, like, like when you first took on that uh, woman's program project, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm doing it for this. And you're feeling like expansive. That's how, you know, you're connected to the possibility that you want to create. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay, let's check in and see where we are in terms of what you wanted to get out of this session. So the main thing you wanted to look at was like, how do I choose? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've actually chosen. Yeah. And I thank you because I think, I think what I needed was permission to, to step out of like, there's one right way and I'm doing it mm-hmm. the wrong way. And I think that's what yeah. I was getting stuck in. You know? That is exactly that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for seeing that. Because mm-hmm. um, we don't see when we're stuck in that. It's actually really hard to see on our own. That's why it's great to come into a coaching conversation like this. Mm-hmm. And why I'm glad you're doing coaching, because I really stand for coaching in the world. And how we can't see when we're in it. So you were stuck in like, I need to have the right way. I need to have the right answer, which is the, the brain wanting to engage with that. And so the brain's going to spin around and it will never have the right answer because there isn't one. And so it's trying to find it. It's like doing its darndest, you know, like the brain's really trying hard, but we can't. And so that's where the choosing practice where it's from your heart cuts through all of that because there is actually no right answer. It's just like, what do you want? Mm. And you, to your credit, like I really acknowledge you for practicing. You actually practice choosing from the heart. And I want to say one thing again to acknowledge you is you're actually really good at it. Thank um, you. I would imagine that's from, you know, practice from other yeah. things that you've been doing to connect to your heart. Um, mm-hmm. Is that true? It's it's funny because um, so these are my insecurities right that come up. So right before mm-hmm. I I did it, I was like, well, you suck. Like you're not going to be able to hear it. You know, those are the things mm-hmm. that are still in my brain. So. Um, there's that. And then there's like the deeper layer of just like, you know, calm and love. So thank you. 
Yeah, you you notice the fears and you're like you suck, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. What right before we practiced, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was coming up. Mm-hmm. Great, great noticing. Mm-hmm. And those will those will are trying to protect you from yeah. this. So those are like you can think of them as like your little protector, uh, protector sitting on your shoulder. Like, don't do this. It's scary. You're gonna fail. You're gonna do it wrong. Like, you know, people are gonna. We're recording this, so people are gonna see it. So those things will try and stop you from actually doing it because mm. it's scary. You're actually stepping into the unknown where you're like being vulnerable and saying, "What do I want? Okay, I want that," and I have to admit it. And like admit it to myself, admit it to the coach, um, and that's scary to do. It's it's almost like if you just said, "I want this. This is what I want in life." We're not trained in by the world to do that. And so, what we usually, what well, actually, what we're trained in is don't want what you want because mm-hmm. you won't get it. You're going to be yeah. disappointed or told why you're bad for wanting it. Mm-hmm. Like this is how the world trains us. Not. Because the world sucks, but just the world has learned to do that, right? Mm. And so we actually shut down our heart's desires. We're just like, I'm just okay with whatever I have. Mm-hmm. I don't want anything more. And and then I just do things not from what my heart wants, but from should. And so um, I really love that you saw that like all I needed was permission to like just choose what I want. And you saw the fears that came up. But that's all it is. It's just like, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to want that. We can have, we can give ourselves permission. Totally. So thanks for giving yourself permission. Thank you. And it also goes to show that you can't, you can't be always your own coach. <laughs> you know, it's like we need each other to do these like reflections and to just, there's something magical, I think, in that. So, Yeah. It's, it's hard. This is why I really stand for coaching and I'm glad that you'll be doing it. Um, it's hard to see our own stuff. I know I can't. That's why I have a coach. Mm. So I work with my own coach because I can see stuff for others. I'm really good at it now, but I can't see my own stuff. So I'll be like, I think I can see my own stuff. And my tendency is actually to want to do it on my own and not be vulnerable, not be exposed and just like figure it out by myself. It's way easier that way, right? Mm-hmm. But then I like will talk to my coach and I'm like, okay, this is what I think. This is how it looks to me. And he'll be able to see stuff that I can't because he's not in my world. And so he's like, oh, I noticed you're doing this thing. Like taking something with as a should and like beating yourself over the head with it. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah, I am doing that. <laughs> like, what, you know, and then it's not that that's bad. You know, I'm human. So I'm just kind of doing a human thing. But it, then it's like, do you want to keep doing that? Like, is that, you know, like, I'm like, yes, this feels great. I want it. It's like a massage, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Massaging myself with my shits. <laughs> or it could be like, no, that doesn't feel great. I don't want to keep doing that. And so you can choose. But it's not. So if someone is reflecting something you can't see, it's not that there's a, anything wrong with that or you have to stop. But it gives you more awareness, which gives you access to more choices. Yeah. yeah. More freedom. Okay, I know we didn't get to everything that you wanted to touch on, but it sounds like we got through the, the main part. The main thing that was that was the big one. <laughs> yeah, um, and so for the other stuff, would you like to um, just kind of set them aside yeah, for now? I totally yeah. can. I feel like because we worked on the biggest one, that's that's so. Yeah, thank you so much for that. 
Okay. Actually, what I meant was like you had a long list and you chose okay. a couple of them. Oh, you and meant, so, oh, sorry. In yeah, terms everything of... on your list. Yeah, I wasn't clear. That was okay. my fault. So um, are, for the rest of the things on the list, are, are you good with like setting them aside for now? Are there pieces that you want to like be touching every once in a while or like what would serve you? Um, I think what I would do is kind of like the same process as before is just focus, like hone in on the ones that are the most important to me right now. And right now it's really like uh, abundance mindset hmm. is really, really powerful. And I, I see how just practicing it for the last couple of days has really reflected in my external <laughs> reality. Um, so I, yeah, I just want to continue doing that and just release the grip on all the other practices and still okay. like have an intention with my sleep. Um, but you know, not, not be obsessed with perfection because, you know, um, yeah. And then, and also I, I like, as I, when I sleep earlier, then naturally I exercise in the morning. So it's kind of like, goes oh, nice. hand in hand. yeah. So um okay great so you know one thing you can do is just to put those on a list of like on hold mm -hmm. and i'm going to revisit them you know periodically and see if i if my heart wants to move into any of them mm -hmm. so it's just so it's not that you're never going to do them it's just like i i'm committed to these i really want to but they're on hold for now it's like the pressing the pause button mm -hmm. but not just forgetting about them because they're still important to you so you yeah. come back to them periodically Another thing you can do is to say, well, there's still some pieces that aren't, you know, the most important ones like sleep and exercise. Mm -hmm. and I want to have them, but I don't need to have them as my main focus. So I'm going to just touch them very lightly. And like, what would I like to do with those? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, okay, I just, maybe, maybe I just want to make sure I get to sleep on time or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that would help with sleep, but nothing that's going to require like an all day focus, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so you kind of like, okay, I want to touch this once a week, you know, if it's still important to you, but not your main focus, I want to, um, you know, have five minutes a day where I, where I do this, or it's like, I want to do the five minutes a day, but I'm going to start that in two weeks from now. So mm -hmm. I give myself some space. So it'd be good to just go through the list and kind of make some, so choose from the heart and then mm -hmm. decide how you want to like handle those. So they feel handled to you as opposed to just this big list of shoulds that you're forgetting about. Right. I, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Cause then it also builds self-trust to show like, okay, I heard you. I know that this is what you care about. So this is the plan for these things. Yeah. I really think what you're cultivating is self-trust. I really love that you could see that. Mm. Um, yeah, you're cultivating trust, like you've fallen off of things, things have been messy, and you're trusting yourself, you're learning to trust yourself to come back to it, so that it's not such a big deal if you fall on any of these. And then you're trusting yourself to choose from the heart, which is a really big one. You just practiced it now, even though you had some shakiness around it and lack of trust, you actually practiced in spite of that lack of trust. Mm. And now you're just trusting what came up mm -hmm. and, and saying, "I oh yeah. It's okay to like just do those and not do everything else. And you're trusting also that you could, you know, find a way to have those handled, the other things that you're not taking on. So there's a lot of um, self-trust that you're practicing. I really acknowledge you for that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. 
Okay. Um, so I would recommend like t going through your listing and figuring out how you want to handle all of those and just again, trusting yourself. And also um, some grace for yourself is my last reminder. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. If things fall off, it's just like, ah, I'm so dumb for dropping them, but just kind of having some compassion and some grace. It's just like, okay, I'm in my process, it's gonna, things are going to fall off sometimes and I just need to come back to them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. How does that sound? Sounds good. Um, okay. I guess the image that came to mind was like uh, a perception of people who have, like you, who have like a lot of success in many areas mm. of their life. Um, it It's like I have, or maybe many other people have this image that like every, all of your habits are like sky high Perfect. all the time. <laughs> and um, yeah. I guess, yeah, just wanting to, to have this ideal way of being that we perceive others as having. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I have that too for other people. It's like, okay, their lives are like this. But then as I've noticed, people think that I have these things and, you know, I can take some responsibility. Like maybe I haven't written enough about the messiness of that. So, um, but as I notice that I'm like, oh, they don't see all the messiness that's over here. Mm -hmm. And that's partly because probably I don't let them in on that enough. But also if they can't see mine, then I can't see anybody else's. And that means like, it's never like that for anybody. I don't care who it is. You could be Obama, you know, like it looks like every, he's got everything together. Nope. I bet you he does. He doesn't. So, um, or whoever it is, like, I, I don't know why I chose Obama, but <laughs> it could be anybody that you like think has their life together. Like there's messiness behind the scenes. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you, you know, as we finish this, I'll just let you know, anyone listening or watching is like my, my life is definitely messier than it looks um, from the outside. And like, uh, I'll tell you like this week, last week I had everything like organized and I was on top of everything. Um, I, I have a planning session in the morning where I, I like have everything all planned out and I try and follow that. And even though that goes a little bit messy sometimes, it's really nice when I have things organized and planned this week all messiness. It's just like, I try and do a little bit of planning in the morning, but I like, I'm feeling like I don't have time and there's like some broken things that I need to fix. And so I've been the last uh, few days just really feeling a lot of messiness in terms of how things are going in my day. And I know I can come back to that. So, but I'm just letting you know, like it's yeah. definitely a bunch of mess here uh, today. I've got like a few messes that I want to go fix as soon as we get off of this call. Nice. And so, um, so yeah, like I'm, I'm trusting myself in this process and I'm mm -hmm. noticing like, you know, sometimes things get a little bit messy. So that's how it is right now for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Um, anything else to have today feel complete? No, thank you so much. Yeah. Will you, I would actually really love to hear from you. Sure. Um, yeah, how things go. So would you uh, follow up with me in like a month? Send me an email? Yeah, I can. I'll put it in okay, my great. calendar. Yeah. Awesome. Also, while we're in this conversation, I'd like to tell you about my Fearless Living Academy, which is a monthly membership program that I've created. We've been running it for a few years now, and it has 
all of my best courses on changing your habits, on finding your purpose, and on creating an impact in the world that feels meaningful to you. We have a community section. We have a monthly uncertainty challenge, which is really powerful way to dive deeper into this stuff. And if there's something that you want to create in the world, this is the place to go. So check it out. It's at zenhabits.net slash fearless, and you'll be taken to a page to learn more about it. Fearless Living Academy, please check it out today. Okay, Sophia, thank you for spending this time with me, being vulnerable, practicing here in public, and really modeling what it's like to be a bit messy in public and get supported through that and be in your process and learning to develop that trust in yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. If you found this episode useful, please share this podcast with someone you know who cares deeply. That would be really meaningful to me. And if you'd like to dive deeper with me into this work, please check out the blog at zenhabits.net or get in touch at leo at zenhabits.net. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll join me every Wednesday for more episodes of the Zen Habits Podcast.